Esther nodded, glancing over her shoulder at the simple clock that hung on the wall. Kate's eyes followed. 8.30. It was growing late, and with all of that snow, she didn't want any delays getting home. Esther looked as concerned as Kate felt. I saw him earlier, Esther said after a moment of hesitation. Thought he left with Ruth ain't so. He wasn't singing with us. With a simple shrug of her shoulders, Kate refused to reply. It wasn't her place to speculate about whom David ran with, and even less her place to gossip about whom he might be courting. And if others suspected that David left with Ruth earlier, that was none of her business, as long as he returned to take her home. Esther raised an eyebrow. I could ask my dad to take you home, if you'd like. She glanced over her shoulder at the small group of remaining people. Or mayhaps one of the Esh brothers could. David will come, Kate replied instead, turning back to the window, silently willing David to appear. Please don't embarrass me again, she prayed silently. The last thing she wanted was for Samuel Esh, or his younger brother John, to feel compelled to drive her home in this dreadful weather. I didn't even know it was to snow at all. Sure am glad we don't live far. Five minutes passed before she saw the familiar buggy, a pair of black and white fuzzy dice hanging from the rearview mirror, pull into the driveway and stop in front of the porch. Relieved, and a touch irritated, she hurried toward the door, pulling on her jacket as she passed the remaining group of young people. Despite recognizing them, she lowered her eyes as she passed. Since they were older than her, she only knew them well enough to lift her hand, a bashful wave goodbye, as she reached the door to leave. The cold air startled her, and she flinched as she stepped through the door and the driving snow hit her face. Blinking, she saw David waiting for her at the bottom of the porch steps, and she made her way toward him, shivering. She clutched at the throat of her jacket, making certain that it was closed properly. You're ready, then. Kate reached David's side and looked into his face. He stood before her, his eyes bloodshot, and his brown hair tousled, snowflakes clinging to his curls. Despite the cold weather, he wore neither coat nor hat. She frowned. Something wrong, David. He shook his head over emphatically. Nay, nay, he mumbled. Just get in. With a wild wave of his arm, he gestured toward the buggy. The way he avoided her eyes struck her as odd, and as she began to accompany him to the buggy, she inhaled deeply. With a frown, she put a hand on his arm to stop him. Again, David. Really. What? She knew that look on his face as well as the tone in his voice. Feigned innocence. She didn't buy it for one minute. With a shake of her head, she took a step backward and crossed her arms over her chest. The icy wind picked up, and she was grateful that the wide brim of her black bonnet shielded her face when she tilted her head away from the snow. I'm not getting in that buggy with you. Ah, uh, come on. He shook his head in frustrated disbelief as he reached for her arm, grabbing it none too gently. I'm not going anywhere with you, she hissed in a low voice, yanking her arm free. Not with you driving anyway. Well, I'm sure not letting you drive my buggy. It's brand new and the roads are slick, he snapped, his temper flaring at the suggestion. Then, trying to look serious and in control, 
He put his hands on his hips and faced her. I'm fine, Kate. Just let's go already. You're not fine, she retorted, her voice low and calm. You're drunk. You're not my mother, Kate. Perhaps you should listen to me for once, she said. I did once, he snapped. And look what happened. She cringed at his words, the hateful tone sending her down an all-too-familiar path in her memory. How many times would he say things like this to her? Would he ever tire of making her relive the pain? Each time he found some way to refer to Jacob, that fateful day twelve years ago felt as fresh and vivid as the bright new snow on the ground. For a long moment, they stared at each other, as if the struggle froze them in place at the bottom of the porch steps. Voices from inside came suddenly closer, and Kate realized it was most likely the remaining youth preparing to leave before the storm was.